Blog Talk Radio. Ladies and gentlemen, it's the Loretta McNary Show. All right, everybody, welcome in to Loretta McNary Live presents Tuesdays with Michael Farmer, our spiritual personal coach, and he is here and he is ready to give us some words, some rhema words, some information, share his wisdom, some tips, and you know what? Michael is good for a laugh or two sometimes, so <laughs> everybody welcome Michael Farmer to the show today. <laughs> Hello, everyone, and it is truly a blessing to be back. In the land of the living. What you saying? That is so true, Michael. We've had some really amazing conversations over the last four weeks. Actually, well, the whole year, really. But <laughs> but it's easier to talk about what happened the last three or four weeks than it is to just uh, recap an entire year and a month of amazing shows. So. Not sure where we're going today because you know what? I always let you lead our topic for Tuesday, so I'm sure you have something great for us to chew on today. Well, we're going to finish up the discussion that we had on last week and that was talking about, you know, uh, you know, effectuating change that is lasting and real, um, creating new habits. And that's, I think people struggle with that quite a bit, and I think if they are a little more cognizant or aware of the the formula that, so to speak, that goes with that, I think it will help them out a lot because sometimes, you know, you we have these aspirations and we have these goals that we were setting for ourselves and for some reason we just can't stick with them. Well, as we talked about last week, sometimes uh, a focus on the past is one thing that hinders you from doing that or not just a focus on the past but basing, but basing your success or your goal or your aspiration or your dream on the past can be a hindrance to that. Mm-hmm. So that's so we so, so we're gonna finish up that today because that's the you know, one of my goals as a as a coach and as an instructor and as a as, as a teacher and as a mentor, I, I'm always challenging the way you think. I I believe in critical thinking. I believe in developing critical thinking skills. Because that's the thing that that causes I think that lasting change that people are looking for, and that's having that, not just an open mind, but having that critical mind. Don't something critical, not criticizing yourself, but asking those tough questions. That's what critical thinking skills are all about, asking those tough questions and being able to face that man or that woman in the mirror and say, okay, no more of this. I'm going to do this, and I'm going to show myself, and in doing so, I'm going to show others because, you know, <laughs> sometimes people's motivation is, <laughs> It's to show other people that has never been my motivation. So I don't, maybe it's, maybe it's a different mindset. So my motivation is always to prove it to myself. And in doing so, it definitely is going to prove it to other people. So that's what we're going to talk about. So what, what has this past week been like for you before we get started? Oh, my goodness. You know what I claimed yesterday? Um, I claimed a breakthrough like never before in my life. I prophesied in my own life because I felt like that's what my spirit was saying. Because I don't know if you experienced it, Michael, because, of course, I think that you are just like the epitome of spiritual growth and a great place to be spiritually, that I'm 
and I know we all, even you, you, you know, there are next levels for you too. And our next levels are not equal, are not created equal, because <laughs> we're all individually, uniquely different. And so for me, it's like God has been telling me, just stand still. I'm working some stuff out where I'm always trying to help him out, you know. I'm trying to help God out <laughs> like he needs my little pitiful help. But I just feel like I've been told to just stand still today. So I'm, I'm for the first time in my life, I'm good with that. I'm good with standing still, not trying to force something to happen. So it just lines up with what we're talking about, effectuating change, you know, and change is, wow, it's so broad. It is so yes. broad, and it means different things to, you know, different people, depending on where they are in their life. But change is always good. It is Always good, unless you're changing to something negative, of course. Like you didn't used to drink, but now you drink. You didn't used to get high, but now, you know, you let people talk you into it or you let your circumstances convince you that, you know what, you need to get away from this, so why don't you try this? So, you know, that can be negative change as well. Yeah. Well, let's just get into it. Um I'm not going to tell you about my week. I think I'm going to have Papa use it. <laughs> you know, I'm probably going to put it in that lesson today, but I had I had a I had an in an eventful weekend. So I, I, I may or may not share it with, with the radio public. We'll see once we get into the lesson. God I was going to say, you had me bearing my soul. <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> you have got to share. And it's so good because it liberates people. And and we are, and I, I probably it, it, it was a, I had a I had a, a medical emergency, so to speak. So that's 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 what I went through this past weekend. So it was a, as I say, it, it was an eventful weekend, but it was a, a weekend of learning. I'm always looking at, at opportunities to learn. I use every event yeah. to learn. So, so we'll, we'll probably talk about it in, in in dealing with this segment. So awesome. you have to, as I, awesome. as I said before, in, in, in creating new habits, and we talked about this formula, and I told you to make sure that you, uh, you, know, you write it down because it's, I think if you have a visual, you can, you can kind of see it. And, and we probably want to take the time. I wish we had, uh, we could do this on TV so I could show you the, the uh, kind of like the, the model, so to speak, of, of how this process works and and how you make for change because if you on because if you're on the same path, say you try to make the point A to point B and you know point B is, is not gonna be any different, then you you're gonna have to create another point to get to. And and we know the shortest distance between two points is a straight line. Well it's a straight line. <laughs> it's a straight line. So sometimes we, we use the straight line approach uh to trying to get to change, and you can't change if you stand on the same path. Sometimes you're going to have to repent, which means to turn, which means to turn. That means that you got to always mm-hmm. make a 180, just turn. It could be a 90-degree turn. <laughs> it could be a 30. Mm-hmm. But, but, get, but get off the path that you're on, especially that path is leading to further destruction and disappointment and heartache and, and loss and you name it, you know, and... As they say, you know, uh, in, insanity is doing the same thing over and over and expecting a different result. So we want to get you off this insanity model and get you on the model for lasting change. So once again, we're going to, I'm going to give you the formula again, and it's attention. It's A-T-E-N-T-I-O-N, so attention, 
which represents your present or your reality. So attention plus intention, that's I-N-T-E-N-T-I-O-N, so intention, which can represent the future or where you want to go. So attention plus intention equals tension, T-E-N-S-I-O-N, and that's the part that most people don't want to get to is tension. But tension is the thing that causes the mind to change, and circumstances really can't change around you if your mind doesn't change. And right. of, 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 of course, we we know the uh, scripture that, that we've dealt with. I think we did like a three-week teaching on that, and that's being transformed or going through a metamorphosis by the renewing or the renovating or the changing of your mind. And we're not going to go into that, but I just want to stick with this this basic, simple model that people can relate to in just natural just natural terms and, and put these things into your life. So I know some okay. people are asking, okay, 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 I'm, I'm in this current situation or this predicament or, or this circumstance. The first decision that you have to make is that you want that condition, circumstance, or position to change. That, and that has mm-hmm. to happen on the inside of you. That has to happen in your mind. You have to make that turn in your mind, and once you make that turn in your mind, then everything else can start turning. Your actions can start turning. Your expectations can start turning. But as I said before, as long as you're just on this straight line or this straight continuum is headed in the same direction and expecting a different a destination, it's not going to happen. <laughs> so so that's the reality that's the reality that you have to face. That's what that attention part deals with, is the reality. What is the reality that is before me? Am I if if you are if you are comfortable with that reality then leave it leave it leave it alone. Just leave it alone. Say it's just a headache. Just, just, just go along with Absolutely. the flow, and at least you have a, at least you have a, some semblance of peace in the in the process. But if you want that change, then you have to you have to take that reality and say, okay, this is where I am. This is where I really want to be. And now that's when you are adding in your intention. And intention is sure. Imagine you got. You have to use your imagination. You need to stick in your imagination. You got to form in your mind this mental picture or this image. That's where our imagination comes from. You're forming this image in your mind where you want to be, or how you want to be, or what you want to be. And once you begin to, when once you form that image in your mind, you know that's the future. You know that's in the future. It's, it's not the present. Don't don't deceive yourself. Of, you know, deception is, is what keeps people in some things. We'll deal with the deception part later. But <laughs> okay. use, that, use that imagination effectuate tension because when reality and imagination hit, it's going to cause some tension. It's going to cause a disruption in your mind because there's there's a thing in your in, in your mind called complacency. 
there's a uh, a scientific yeah, term for it called, yeah. There's a scientific term for it. It's called homeostasis, and it's basically just everything likes to likes to keep itself in a cons- constant or consistent state, and that's where that comfort comes from. And once you become comfortable with something, I don't care how bad it may be. <laughs> you just don't want to make changes. Some people fight change. Mhm. All the time. But you, but you have All to develop a brand. But you have to develop a brand new mindset that you know something. I am. If you want to say sick and tired, I'm just sick and tired of being sick and tired. You know, you just finally hit that point where uh, the you hit your breaking point, or you hit the that rock bottom that some people talk about. It doesn't have to go that far, but God can use it. The thing is, is taking the time to sit down. I mean, at least one, just do it, do it once a week. I'm not gonna say every day because it's, it's almost unrealistic for some people. Just take one, one day a week, starting today or one day this week. Set a goal that I'm going to sit down and I want, I'm going to imagine how I want my life to really be. And wow! And the sad thing I've ever heard was somebody tell me they didn't have an imagination, Michael. They said, I don't have an wow. imagination. I'm like, wow. wow. And that was so that sad is, to me. Yeah. Yeah, that is that is someone who doesn't have any hope. Yeah. Because remember, we yep. talked about uh, in the past show, you know, hope hope deals with favorable expectation. I mean, that they're, they're not expecting anything. You know, you, you, mm. uh, you, you have an imagination. I mean, that's, you know, they just don't I mean their hope was dashed. They didn't have any hope. I think they would just use the wrong term, but you know, everybody has an imagination. Everybody imagines how they want it to be. You know, you, you can imagine, okay, well, you know, I'm imagining this how I want it to be. It's the way it always has been. This is the way it's always going to be. A case or off or off, whatever would be, would be. You choose not mine to be. Case or off, or off. Then you Amen. come to me and then you come to me and I hold you by your shoulder and I shake you until you get that case of rocks around my I know, get that away from here. Get that out of here. <laughs> <laughs> no, the future is yours to see. Your the future is totally up to you. How you want your future to be. And and I know this sounds repetitive and mundane and I've heard it before, but why aren't you acting on it? If it's, if it's that simple, why aren't you acting on it? Oh, man, and, you and know, they got a boatload of excuses. That's right, and but you got to think already, it's and not that And I have put simple. me in there, too. I've had those boatload of excuses, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but as I said, it's, it, it's not that simple because once you, once you put your reality and your imagination, then that's where, that's the beginning of effectuating that change in your life. You gotta start imagining what you want it to be. And then that and when that tension hits, then you gotta you you have to side on the side I'm sticking with my intention because it's easy to go back to your past or or to deal with your your present reality. It, it that's that's the easy thing to do. Thing to do is to turn and to go in a different direction from where from where you're already going because it, it creates a level of discomfort. Because you got to think everybody wants comfort. That's right. 
but 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 ask yourself, what has my level of comfort gotten me in life up to this point today? What has looking to be comfortable? Where has it gotten me? Where has it gotten you? So think about like that. Start asking those tough questions. You got to ask those tough questions to yourself. But the only way you can do that, you got to get quiet. You got to like that. Take that time to meditate and and regurgitate that, or you got to chew that cud. That's what meditating is. Mm-hmm. Turning this thing over in your mind, over and over. Because I don't want you to forget that tension causes the mind to change. And then one as we were as we were talking about on last week is not basing where you want to go on where you have been. And, okay, and that's what we have and, and, and that's what we have been conditioned to think is okay, this is where I am today and the first thing we do is go to the past. And one and see you you can't go in two directions in the same time and that's that's one thing that you have to realize you can't go forwards and backwards at the same time try it try it right now if you can do it I'll I'll, I'll come film you on YouTube and we gonna put it on YouTube and get a million hits and <laughs> <laughs> probably a million dollars <laughs> you you can't go forwards and backwards at the same time you just can't. Even Jesus and himself that's said, you do. I mean, your car, you can't walk, you can't talk back no. and forth, you can't look back and forth at no. the same time. No, you, know. you can't. Because you, and that's why I say you can't. It's impossible for you to do so. That's why Jesus even said when he was talking to the disciples, once you put your, you know, once you put your hand to the plow and look back, he said you're not even fit for the kingdom. And then he was talking to his disciples. Because his disciples are saying, well, you know something, I, you know, I, I want to, I need to go, I need to go back and bury my father and, you know, and take care of the, you know, the estate and everything. And Jesus was like, oh, look, look, he said, let the dead bury their dead. It ain't nothing you can do about your, in other words, it ain't nothing you can do about your father being dead. And you got to think, and in our culture, that's, you know, you, it, you it, that's beyond our thinking. Somebody dies, everything comes to a screeching halt. Mhm. At least, and you know, we got to make preparations to, you know, you know, to either you know be at the funeral or be at the wake. And we're not even talking about dealing with their personal affairs, and that's what this disciples was dealing with, talking about dealing with with the personal affairs of of his father. Because that was that was part of the the, the the Eastern culture at that time. And Jesus emphatically told them, "No, I mean, let the dead bury there. You know, you know, once you put your hand to the plow." And if you look back, he said, you're not even fit. He said, you're not even suitable for the kingdom. At, 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 at that point, he was saying, you're just not fit for the kingdom right now if that's what you want to do. Because once you get on this, on, this, on this continuum in the kingdom, there is no looking back. Mm-hmm. You can't go back to those old sins. As I said before last week, if God forgave you or released you from all those sins, you know, why should we go back and give them any attention? If he's not giving them any attention, and remember, attention means I'm bringing them forth into my, into my present, or that's my reality. So if you give your past attention, that means that you're constantly bringing your past into the present. And in doing so, you can never go forward. 
Mm. So, just, so, so, so just think about all the times we have done that, trying to go forward, but we bring the past into the picture trying to go forward. You just can't do it. That's why change has not happened. That's why everywhere you go, there you are. You can you can relocate, relocate to another job. You can relocate to another city. You can relate to another country. But guess what? When you wake up in the morning and look in the, in, uh, in the mirror, guess what? There you are. That's, you are your real problem. You are your real problem because you're not facing you. And I'm, and, 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 and I'm not saying that sometimes a change of scenery is a change of scenery may be a part of the formula that you have to do, but don't let the change of scenery be, be the excuse or be, or, or, or be the reason for the change when it's not. Because when it's all said, the change has to take place in you, not in your venue, not in your location, not in your job status, not in your economic status, not in your, and not in your social status. It has to take place in your mind. And once you make that turn in your mind, then you'll you begin to see real, I said, effectual, lasting change in whatever you're facing. You got anything you want to interject here, Loretta? I mean, no, you dropping some, some nuggets. I don't want to stop you because I know people, you know, all the, well, I'm leaving Memphis because, you know, I'm like, how are you going to judge a whole, an entire city and you don't even know 1% of the people that live here, but you're going to leave Memphis because it's not working for you? I'm like, are you serious? <laughs> and then I hear people say, well, uh, when I get married, I know I'm going to have all this and it's going to be this and it's going to be that. I'm like, well, no, you're taking the same into a marriage now. So it's not going to be better. Your life is not exactly. going to change, not because you do something that you haven't worked on yourself, like you're saying. I mean, you cannot go forward and look by looking backwards. You keep bringing all that past, all that luggage and baggage. You know, there's so many songs oh, yeah. and movies and stuff about baggage, and you keep taking it with you. So you're so bogged down that you don't have room to, enter, to let something new enter. You don't have space for that. So that's why you keep getting the same old stuff. And once again, I I, want to stress here, I want to stress here, Loretta, we're talking about effectuating lasting change, not just just going through the motion. All the time, you you truly have a desire to see things change. You you want to crush this old habit. You You want to get rid of this bad relationship. You want to get out of this, this feel like I've this dead end position in my life. And I'm like, I wasn't that dead end job, but you know, this day and time a job is a job. But, you know, you have to you have to use everything that you have as as a stepping stone to get to the next level. God has allowed this particular job to come into your life, and you come to bashing it. You 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 bashing the blessings, the current blessing that he's allowed to come into your life. When 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 all he's saying is, you know, I just want you to be faithful with this, and then I can make you ruler over many of these. And you can't be faithful to appreciate him for what you already have. So so he that is faithful in the least, well, we'll also be faithful in much. So we're not proving ourselves to be faithful in the least of what we have. We talk about it, we dog it, we complain it, we beat it, we kick it, we hit it, we abuse it, we talk about it. And then you're looking for God to intervene. Well, 
one that you you got to think God is a God of love, and one of the attributes of 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 His love is that love thinks the best of all situations. I like that. Love thinks the best of all situations. Oh, it does. It does. Mm-hmm. That, 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 that's, an, that's an attribute of love. You know, love is patient. Love is kind. Love is mm-hmm. not, you know, easily provoked. You know, it's, it goes on there to love. Love hopes all things, believes all things, bear, endures all things. Love never fails. And then it says, mm-hmm. when you're, you know, when you're walking in God's, Perfect love," he said. "There is there is no law that can be against you when you're walking in His perfected love. Since I brought it up, let me let me go to since I brought it up, let me go to it right quick. Found open First Corinthians chapter thirteen, sir. Yeah, I do know I some scriptures, <laughs> or they are. <laughs> I don't think you're quoting enough sleep. Mm-hmm. I'm actually going to read it from the, I'm going to read it from the Bible in basic English. It's one of my favorite reading versions. It said, love is never tired of waiting. Love is kind. Love has no envy. Love has no high opinion of itself. Love has no pride. Love ways are ever fair. It takes no thought for itself. It is not easily made. Or, and I'm sorry, it's not quickly made angry. It takes no account of evil, and that's what that's Paul talking about. Love thinks the best of all situations. It says, takes no pleasure in wrongdoing, but joy in what is true. Love has the power of undergoing all things, having faith in all things, hope in all things. Though the prophet's word may yeah. come to an end, songs come to nothing, and knowledge have more no have no more value. Love has no end. For our knowledge is only in part, and the prophet's words gives only a part of what is true. So, so, so in other words, even what I'm saying today is only a part of what is true. But when you start hearing it directly from the father's mouth, man, it, it sets you on a whole different course. Because love never fails. Love has no end. It said, it said the word, the prophet's word may come to an end. The tongues may come to an end. The knowledge may, it soon have no value. He said, but God's love has no end. So it's eternal. And remember, if if, if it's eternal, that means it's, it's, it's dealing with your future. So that's one, so that's one element that you may have to, interject into your into this equation is that I'm I have to endeavor to walk in God's love. I need to go down the list and see where I'm where I'm where am I missing it in these attributes of these attributes of God's love. And see can I make those Now back to the regularly scheduled program. I don't know where that came from. <laughs> no, we need to hear it. We need to be reminded. So, so remember, we're we're talking about how do I effectuate lasting change in my life? How do I crush this old habit? And uh, we we gave you the formula. Please, please don't forget the formula. If if you don't remember anything going forward, I have been, I have looked. This formula has been in my possession since 1992. 
So that's how many years? That's twenty. That's twenty-one years ago. And and it's a reality that I can always that I can always go to and look and look at this and say, okay, this is my reality. Or do I want to be? And I know where I want to be is going to create some tension. I can't avoid it. It may create some pain. No, as they say, no pain, no, no gain. Mm-hmm. It may create the discomfort of me dropping somebody completely out of my life. It may be me just looking in the mirror and saying, wow, I, I don't like what I see. And I'm not talking about physically. I'm talking about just looking. That's what yeah, I'm talking about. Yeah, I was going to say, you know, people are, ooh, yeah, they're running with that one. I'm not, no, I'm not talking about physically. I'm talking about looking in the mirror and say, wow, you know something. I, I you know, I'm just, just be honest with you. Say, wow, I'm just, a, ooh, I'm so vain and obnoxious. And it's to the point where I don't even like me. Now, I'm just quoting now. I'm not saying it's about, I'm not saying it's about me. I'm giving, I'm giving an example. So if you, so if you, so if you hear this, and you go back and hear her and say, wow, he got himself a coach. He has a really bad opinion of himself. <laughs> no, <laughs> no. I have, I have been through all of this. And, and, and in doing so, the, the process was painful. It, it's hard facing you. It's hard looking in the mirror and say, man, you know something? I, I really don't like this person that I see. That's hard. That's tough. But guess what? That that's, that's the one thing that effectuated lasting change in my life. It really helped me to die to myself and to take other people out of the equation. And 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 in doing so, when anything happens in my life, the first thing I do is always look inward, always. Even, even before I look up, you know, to my father, I always look inward. Because my goal, because my goal is to always make me better. Because I want to judge myself before before the father judges. <laughs> because he may say, he may say something I made my life, and he said, "Well, that's something you could have told yourself, and you could you could have saved yourself some embarrassment." <laughs> you should look in the mirror yourself. If you had looked in the mirror, you could have saw that your nose wasn't clean when you walked out the house. See. <laughs> Now you don't walk around all day, and ain't nobody saying nothing. So you, so some nobody people look at Nobody said a thing. But if you look in the mirror, so so just just take that physical, just take that physical example and take and take it over into the realm of the real you, into your mindset and your attitudes and the thing that you always constantly hearing from people about you, that then they and you see hearing the confidence is for the most part is true. And and by nature we are selfish. We are selfish creatures. We always looking we always putting self first. So so now that you have the equation intact and now that you've begin to face yourself, now you can you can begin to start looking at as we talked about on last week or rather is Okay, let's let's deal with what happened, or or where am I, or how did I get here? Whatever that question is, deal with that and deal with that reality. And once you do that, 
then you can begin to make assessments based on facts and not the past. Not don't don't draw any conclusions from your old from old assessments of yourself and also past experiences. And and that's where we that's where we get off. Let's deal with the facts of where I am or how how am I here or how did I get here. Let's deal with the facts. And, and it takes a deep person to be able to do because you have to be so transparent, so brutally honest. I mean, I that's the time to just call it. I know, but you got to think, Loretta, that's it, but you got to think that's the way our Father wants us to be. Mm-hmm. You know, he said, Jesus, even, Jesus told them, he said, if, he said, if, if you're going to, if you're going to follow me, you have to take up your cross. That means, that means, he said, and you have to deny yourself. That means to utterly disdain the person that you really are. And he said, then you can follow me. In other words, it, your self-identity, you, you have to lose that before you follow me. Because you, you now have to identify yourself with the Father, just like I've done. You got Jesus, the Bible tells you that Jesus emptied himself before he came into the earth. Jesus was the word in heaven. Jesus was God in heaven, and he emptied himself to the point where he became an embryo. <laughs> <laughs> an embryo was in, and was encapsulated in his mother's womb for those 40 weeks. As it was, as we say, nine. As we say, nine months. So he emptied himself. So we have to do the same thing. We have to lose ourselves. You have to lose your identity and take on that identity that God has given you from the foundation of the world. And and like that, this this kind of talk seems seems like the exception when it should be the rule. Because, yeah, we are exactly. the ones that, <laughs> because we are the ones that chose Christianity as our lifestyle of choice. He didn't force that upon you. That's something that you had to choose. So since you chose it now, you have to decide to operate by the rules of the game. Paul even says, if, if 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 you're going to strive for the mastery, you have to compete. You have to compete according to the rules. If you want to strive for the mastery in anything, you got to know all the rules of that game in which you're choosing to play, or this this rule of this game that you're, or the rule of this company that you just chosen to become your employer, and. Far too many times we choose these things and we try to go in and make our own rules. Yeah. Or or we and and as they say, rules are made to be broken, but that don't mean that you have to break them. <laughs> or you have to be the exception to that rule. And and how many times have we seen that happen? A rule happens in the company, and they say, well, this is you can't do this, and you can't do this, and you can't have this. And you are doing those things, and you have those things. You want that company to change for you. See how selfish uh-huh. that is. Yeah. See how selfish <laughs> you, you you want this company to change its entire culture 
Just to meet your just to meet your need. There are a thousand other employees in this company who can conform to the rules of this company. But now they have to change their entire thing just for you, for you the one that need to be changing to conform to what the rules of standard they've set for their company. Well, that's where the kingdom operates. God has set the standard for the kingdom and that's that the major standard in the kingdom is righteousness. And a lot of times we want God to change his his standards so we can so we can feel good about what we what we just did. <laughs> no, he's not gonna change his standard. He's God cannot change. God is not a man that he should lie. Neither the son of man that he should repent. That means he can't change. God is constant. Always will be. Always has been. So we have to conform ourselves to the rules of the kingdom. Now, once once you've once you've looked at once you asked that question, and once you made the assessment based on the facts, not the past. Now let's start forming the basis for your future, and you do that by using your imagination. You got to start thinking. Got to start looking at the picture. Again, we don't want to sit still long enough. You know, we call them human beings because we're always doing something. We don't ever stop, though. So we're actually human doings, as people say. And it's just going to take us stopping long enough. You know, meet yourself. Yeah. We keep running and running and running. Um, it just amazes me how busy people are. And then you said something so critical earlier about, but death stops it all. We 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 will stop if a person dies, but we won't stop long enough while they're living to, you know, to even sometimes exactly. pick up the phone or to work on it or, you know, to say, hey, you're doing good or it can happen. And we see it even, yeah. you know, when it comes to celebrities, how now you want to buy their music. Now you want to see their movies. Now you want to buy yeah. their books. <laughs> but, I mean, you gotta, what sense does that make? You know, what sense does that make? And it's just like you got to take some time, you know. You don't have to do quick. And I think it's just because we're working, because I've done it myself. I was just so busy, busy, busy. I wasn't. The only time I wasn't working or talking or thinking or doing was when I was asleep, and then sometimes I probably talked in my sleep. So I had to say, hey, girl, <laughs> you need to slow down. How can you get a word from the Lord if you're so busy? You can't hear That's him. True. That's true. So I try That's to so turn, true. you know, stop working at a certain time of day. I start. I don't start working until after a certain time of day so I can have some quiet time, some alone time. And even if I'm not praying or reading scripture, my personal time is just being quiet, just yes. hearing, you know, just enjoying the birds sing, just enjoying, you know, the silence and just being thankful. So we don't always have to be running to that next thing. So unhealthy. And it is. So 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 my, my goal is that people get this. You know, I'm not I'm I'm definitely not trying to belittle anyone. I'm not trying to berate you or or hold something over your head and saying that you can't do it. My goal is 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 to is to motivate you to tell you that you can do it. And the reason I know you can do it because you come out of him if you're born again. You're his offspring. And if you're the offspring of the God of the universe, guess what? There is nothing that's impossible to you or for you. 
So you That's have right. to, I feel like I said, you have to change your mindset. You have to, you have to realize that I am now in the kingdom, and I'm going to operate by these kingdom rules. If you don't know the kingdom rules, then just just listen to me every week. I'll I can tell you what the kingdom <laughs> rules are. <I> and <laughs> all you gotta do is pick up your Bible. And not only to know the kingdom rules, he he's giving you a he's giving you a tutor, and we call him the Holy Spirit. They can guide you into the truth of every matter. All you have to do is, as I say, just deny yourself. Realize that I am I am I am not the person that came out of my mother's womb. That was a body. The real person is the one that God breathed into the breath of life and you became a living soul. That's the real you. That is the real you. Wow, I think that is that is it. I think that's it on that part of it. I mean it is I don't want to beat a dead horse. I mean, a living horse. I ain't gonna say a dead horse because I, mean, I don't want to beat a living horse. <laughs> <laughs> but, but as I always say, I just need for you to get it. And if you don't get it, then my job is not complete until you get it. So, so don't be afraid to call in, ask questions. Don't be afraid to contact uh, me by email or Facebook. I can be found on either one. Uh, also, I think Twitter. I think I'm about Twitter. You can you can mm-hmm. tweet me, and also I'm on what's the new one? Uh, LinkedIn. That's the new. Uh, oh, it's new to you, Michael, right? Because it's definitely <laughs> old. Well, no, really, I, I, someone, <laughs> someone actually. Pinterest is the newest thing. Oh, Pinterest, yes. You know, someone actually sent me a question through uh, sent me a question through uh, LinkedIn, and I answered it uh, for them. So, 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 so. There are ways that you can you can get in contact with us. That's Michael Farmer. That's M I C H A E L Farmer F A R M E R. And we are here. Well, I am here. I say we. I am here. You know to answer questions. I normally stop looking at everything around eight o'clock at night, and you know settle in for the evenings and. Get my mind set for a whole new. Get ready to relax and rest, and get ready to set for a whole new day. So don't just do it any time. And not no response to emails within about a day's time. So the information is there and available. Oh, yeah, and it's so hard for people to understand. Well, what I want to do, Loretta, is give give you a segue into. What we're going to talk about going forward, and what we I want to do it today, just sort of because I don't have time to develop everything. But I started a study on a topic um, that God kind of dropped in my spirit uh, in 2010. It just it was a term, and the term was religion. R e e a l i g i o in religion, and I just put a tagline with it to say it's you no know, religion is the fusion of reality. And religion. So, this teaching is going to segue what we just talked about today, dealing with that reality, and it's going to segue into this new teaching that we're going to be doing going forward. And I don't know how long this religion is going to last. It, it may last just a, a couple of weeks, but it's uh, it's something that is hot and fresh and new. Uh, I've never taught it. I've never exposed it uh, to anyone. So, you guys are going to be privy to some stuff that's hot off the presses of heaven. 
uh, going forward. And I just want to kind of give you that teaser. If I had a promo, like on TV, I could show it to you and with the blazing lights and the voice over <laughs> yeah. coming soon to you, real legend. <laughs> Fusion of reality and religion. <laughs> you should do it, Michael. That would be so cool. That would be, and what an apropos topic, too, especially, you know, with that new reality show about the pastors in L.A. Oh, and yeah. Oh, yeah. With, man. I, I don't. I have not seen it. I've only heard about it. So I'm just thinking, what can you say to a pastor to get them to be on a show like that? Or, you know, what can you say to a person to get them to, you know, reality shows have taken over. They are here for a while. You know, one leaves, another one quickly comes and replaces it. And people have to understand, it's still just entertainment. So I'm still asking a question. What was said to you? To let you say, to make you feel comfortable saying, yes, I'll do this. I'll I'll come off. I'll come on TV and appear to be this person, and then I'll go back to preaching. And, you know, I'm not judging what they're doing because I'm sure there was some kind of rationale for wanting to participate in that. So so I well, think well, well, I mean, what, you're, what you're saying is... No, no, go ahead. I was just saying, I think what you're talking about, the religion, uh, where reality meets religion, you know, I think that's going to be amazing. That's going to be really so forthcoming and so timely for people to really understand that. And it is, and we, like, we did with the so-called reality TV, which is it, which actually isn't reality at all. I mean, and, and mm-hmm. we know that. We know, it, we know it's scripted. For the most part, it's scripted as, you have producers of the show that, you know, it's all it's it's all it's, it's no way someone you're gonna be in your band and someone with a camera band you being the real you. I mean, is if you are, you mean you are. I mean, you're an animal. I mean, that you you pretty much you're going by instinct. There there is no way that they could be real, and that's why I, I don't I, I don't watch them. It's, it's there's nothing that you can convince me about what you're doing is real, and I'm I'm quite sure there are some there are some you know some things that have sprinkled in there, and I'm quite sure some things are embellished, and you know they 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 spend a lot of money, and and the the purpose of anything being on TV is to make money. It's yeah. all about the yeah. ratings. It's all about the ratings because even after that first show or that pilot, that those ratings. You know, because the usual ratings of the first show is usually going to be a, is a good indicator of what the show is going to be like. Well, mm-hmm. if the ratings are in a dump on the first show, then I'm quite sure they're probably going to, you know, more than likely they probably won't continue it or they, they may give it another shot to see what it's going to do. And it's all about ratings and ratings, of course, and it's, it's the basis for what we're going to charge for advertisers to, you know, advertise their wares and their services and all their other stuff, you know, during the, uh, during the commercial breaks. So it's, so it's it's all about money. I I personally have not got a chance to see uh you know uh preachers of LA and probably will not see it. I'm not one that's looking forward to you know watching you know watching you know quote unquote reality shows and all that. It's kind of sickening to me for some reason. But no, that's me. That's my opinion. 
which I am totally entitled to, and it has a lot of value as well. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, so that is, yeah. you know, I'm actually, that's, I don't, that's no need, I can't even prolong without trying to go into this other part, because we, we dealt with this part about the changing, you know, the habits and uh, the, you know, you got to have that sense of expectancy. And if you don't have an expectancy, that means you don't have any hope. And a person without any hope, wow, is a dangerous person. They could be a danger to themselves or they could be a danger to society. So it's, you know, if, you know and that's what the enemy is after is, is your hope. If he, can, if he can take your hope, he just might got you. Because if you have nothing to look forward to, then it's, you know, you're pretty much a zombie. And I'm quite sure that's another proliferation of things we're seeing on TV as well as zombies and vampires and the supernatural and, you know, their cult and, wow, it's just getting way out of hand. So I don't want to get on the soapbox concerning this thing, but. <laughs> I know, know, I know. Yeah, that's not, we don't want to waste use valuable time talking about that. But um, so I guess since we don't, I mean, because we might get started on something too deep and go over our 10 minutes or, and I know, I don't think you really are wanting to get into the news. No, I won't. No, I won't. Up. Really, no, no, I won't. I, I won't get into that at all because it is, it is, like I said, it, you got to think. I've been, I've been working and meditating on this for for four years, so it's, it's not something that you, you can do in a few minutes. But, 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 <laughs> but I, but I do want to leave you with this, and I think we 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 uh, quoted this on last week: is that reality in mind over time becomes reality in hand. Yes, so, we did, and I, that was so good. So, so please do not forget that. So if you don't like your reality, then you have no other choice but to be comfortable with it or to change it. Those are your two options. And the choice is completely up to you. And we're here That's to help. That's the beauty of it. In, in regard. Yeah. In, in regard, we're here to help. Any parting words, Miss mm-hmm. Loretta? Any fun words? I mean, this was really, really deep today, and I, I love those conversations because they really caused me to just, you know, to go into reflection mode and to think and to, you, you know, find ways to immediately apply what you were saying. And so when you just reminded me about uh, reality in the mind becomes a reality in hand, that's so true. So it's all about our thoughts, everything. We just can't say it enough. It starts there. Battles of fought and won there as, you know, as some famous philosopher quoted about all battles are fought and won first in the mind. And whatever it happens in the mind, usually, you know, it happens in real life. It ha- it becomes your reality. So if we can't do anything else but to get people to, to, to get some healthy thoughts in, to, and if you don't know what to think, you know, I when I don't know what to think, I always – my spirit always gives me a scripture or, or a song to sing because exactly. I'm telling you, mind is so powerful. It is the most powerful weapon in the universe. Your mind is. It, is. it can it start is. wars. It can stop wars. It can, you know, find cures. If we just think there is a cure, God has already done all this stuff. So somebody is sitting around with a cure for cancer in their mind, and they don't want to sit still enough to really get it done or can or whatever the reason is. So we have to understand how powerful this thing is called our mind. How powerful. Yes, powerful. So, and I can't stress that enough. We have, you know, if you can get anything else out of what we say, and, and you know, even spiritually, it's 
starts with your mind. It starts in your mind. You have to get this stuff. And then, you know, you start leading with your heart, and that's a good place to lead with. But you have to have this thing figured out in your mind. And listen to your heart always because that's where your pure thoughts come once you get your mind into that pure form of thinking. So, and like Michael said, you have to have an imagination. You have to be able to visualize what you want your life to look at. I mean, to look like, does it? Is your life today, right now, at this moment, at this second, at this minute, at this hour, at this day, at this month, at this year, at this decade, is it the life you really, 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 really want? If not, then it is. You can change it. And it doesn't have to be some world-changing change in your life. It doesn't have to be, exactly. you know, something like that. Start small. Start maybe saying, you know what, I'm so tired. When I come home today after I feed the kids and everybody's in bed, before I even do anything else, I just want some a long time, some me time. Yeah. Or do it in the morning before everybody gets up. It can just be that simple thing. Or it could just be, you know, you know what, I've worn my hair like this forever. And I want to change, but I've been afraid of what my husband would say, what people would say, but I really <laughs> want to change it. Then change it. You know, it'll grow, hair grows back. <laughs> hair grows yes, back. Yes, it does. So. I just want people to, you know, please God, you know, please him. And he didn't say you had to have a certain hair color. So if you want to change it, change If you don't, don't, you know. And if it's been changed and you want to change it back, change it back. It's just that simple. We stress out over stuff, and we forget that stress is so harmful. There's good stress, of course, but we're talking about that stress that does internal damage before it's, it's yeah. internally damaged before it becomes physical damage. It comes yeah. internally sick before it becomes physically sick and an outpouring and outshowing of sickness. So, And we do that by our thoughts again. Thoughts damage our, you know, our organs. It damages our world. It damages our relationships. You've got to know facts. Michael said it so many times. It's facts. Know the facts. So those are my closing words. <laughs> and I think I... Wow. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> he said closing words. That was, that was a closing dissertation. <laughs> <laughs> of the show today because I was just like internal. I, I, I take it personal. I take it so personal. I'm saying this stuff and works. I know it does. And how can I apply it to my personal life? Yeah, it's so true. But but I'm glad you say it. That there's nothing that I teach from theory. I teach strictly right. from what I know from what I know works. And and I don't believe in teaching anything that I don't know that works because I don't want to be proven to be false. So I'm always giving you principles that are tried and proven and true, and we know they work. And, of course, we know God's word cannot fail. So we know we always mm-hmm. put that in there. <laughs> we always want to interject Absolutely. God's word. <laughs> it doesn't have that's the ability. Sure. That's first and foremost. Yeah, everything else is secondary. Our words are secondary, but we use God's word. Because when Michael first started the show, he said he did that teaching on, you know, Jesus said, I only do what my father tells me to do. I only say what he tells me to say. And we try to live our lives like that. We live our lives like that, you know. So, But you're still not going to tell me how your week was, huh? We still gotta wait. Oh yeah, yeah, you gotta wait. You gotta wait. It's, <laughs> like that, it was like that, it was a, it was a medical emergency, and I can and I have a right to the patient information act on this. 
Okay, see, I got to learn those dodging techniques that he has and, and not keep pouring my <laughs> whole story out, <laughs> but that's okay. <laughs> that is so okay. Well, today has been enlightening. It I has am invoking, been thought-provoking. I am invoking my hippo right. <laughs> that's what the laws are, hippo. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my goodness, that was good, Michael. That was good. He's invoking his hippo rights. Well, the next time, invoke him a little sooner, okay? I will. <laughs> invoke him where you don't even bring it up. <laughs> Just say, hey, Loretta, you know, because I'm going to remember that. Like, I really wanted to hear about your weed now, but, you know. It always gets better. It's oh no, you got to bother you about it. You, you got your, but see, I, I don't like using things unless there's a good. Like I say, as they say, I, if I can't segue into it, <laughs> then it's just to me just chatter. No, I want to use, use that as a teaching moment. Oh yeah, it's got to be. It's got to be. This is yeah. not reality TV. I, I, I just yeah, put my business out there just to show you. Oh, no, no, and you know, I don't do that either. Mine's always the share that, because he was like, your life is so golden, you're always having a great time, you're always just, I mean, you know what, I'm just like everybody else when it comes to, you know, life happens to us all. There's not a person on this earth, you know, even Jesus, life happened to Jesus. So don't you know life is going to happen to me? (laughs) But I just choose to concentrate on those things that, you know, because as he said, love finds the best in all situations. Now, yeah. when we when it's a private moment or God feel you know leads me to to discuss it again, it has to be because I feel like somebody needs to hear because it will inspire them because they're at the same place where I am at the same time and they need a word. So I share I share my personal life, but I do want to make a bold statement. We have uh, a minute to go that um, I'm getting ready to experience one of the largest breakthroughs ever in my life. I know that without wow. a doubt, and I'm just telling That's you guys so. You can remember that you, you and, I, and that's the faith that I have in God. It, it, I just know it to be true. I know it to be true. So that's my word, and I'm sticking to it. <laughs> and I got it that's yesterday good. to share. I got it yesterday to share, and I'm, I'm speaking it boldly. And by faith, I will receive it. So, Michael, this has been. I love our shows because we we can script it and we can. You know, we don't script it. We just go with the flow. You usually have a topic, and we go with it. And and our prayer and our hope and our belief is always that somebody's life will be different, will be made better, because they spent this hour with us on Tuesday. So, everybody, yeah, look for the better in your life. Take this information, share it, and apply it, and we will be here. The good Lord says the same this time next Tuesday. Everybody have um, a day of love and peace and comfort and joy, and we'll talk to you next Tuesday. Be blessed.